Philip was in his mid-30s, intelligent, handsome, articulate, and no one was listening to him. No, 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 that's not what this scripture means, Philip said, his tone and body language betraying his irritation. He explained in detail. His argument was peppered with Bible facts, and his arguments revealed a level of sophistication. No doubt about it, Philip was a very smart, very educated man. The other people in the Bible study were reading the scripture, looking around the room, talking or just politely waiting for Philip to finish so they could speak. Philip finished and sat back as if the discussion was over, but it wasn't. Several people spoke after he did and disagreed with him. Philip sat there, growing angrier by the minute. Finally, he exploded. I know more than any of you. I'm the only one here who went to Bible college. You don't know what you're talking about. He went on in a loud, breathless rant. Finally, the angry rush of words stopped. Everyone sat there in stunned, embarrassed silence. Pastor Harry, who was leading the study, smoothed things over the best he could, and we moved on to the next point in our study. After that night, Philip had even less credibility than before. I looked around the room and I saw others in the group. They didn't have a college education. They certainly had never been to Bible school. They didn't know the Bible the way Philip did, and they weren't necessarily even smart, but they asked good questions and really wanted to understand God and his ways. I noticed that when one of these humble seekers spoke, everyone listened. These humble ones were teachable. They were truth seekers and God chasers. I listened to people like that, no matter their level of education or uh, knowledge, social status. When they ask questions, I try to help them understand. God does too. This video reveals three reasons it's important to have a teachable heart. First, every spiritual truth must be revealed to us by God. Second, not everyone is given the same ability to understand God's word. And third, the measure of your desire for God, your pursuit of God, and obedience to God will determine how much God reveals spiritual truth to you. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Imagine a pastor who taught every Sunday just telling stories or using parables, and he never explained. You can imagine what people would say, the grumbling, the complaining. Why didn't he explain? <laughs> what are we paying this guy for? People would leave that church scratching their heads. I didn't get nothing out of that. How about you? <laughs> now, think back about Jesus. People walked long distances to listen to him on the hillsides as he taught. And Jesus used parables and symbolism in his teaching. I'm sure many went away scratching their heads, feeling they had wasted their time coming to see the great teacher. Jesus privately explained his disciples why he used parables. Luke 8.10, New King James Version. And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. What? Jesus didn't want them to understand? Jesus was teaching them two things. First, the human mind cannot understand spiritual things. Paul explains in 1 Corinthians 2.14, this is the NASB, but a natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they're spiritually discerned. No one understands the Bible with his mind. Holy Spirit is given to us and lives in us to lead and guide us into spiritual truth. Our spirit informs our mind. That's the only way a man can understand God or the Bible, when Holy Spirit reveals it to us. John 16, 13, Jesus is speaking here. He said, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He'll speak only what he hears and he'll tell you what is yet to come. Second, God gives us the ability to understand when we're willing to do what he says. Bill Johnson explains Jesus' reason for using parables in Luke 8, 10. 
Bill said, Jesus hides truth in parables so those who are not ready to obey will understand. Because if he increases the knowledge of those who are not ready to obey, he just increased their accountability. It's the mercy of God for him to conceal truth and then make it where only the hungry can find it. James 4.17 says, If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it's sin for them. Jesus revealed the parables to his disciples because they were ready to understand and obey. They were teachable. Those in the crowds who were seeking truth and ready to obey would understand. That's true for us. Holy Spirit reveals things to us only when we're ready to change or to actually do those things. Otherwise, we would be in sin, not doing what we knew we should. The measure of your desire for God, your pursuit of God, and obedience to God will determine how much God reveals spiritual truth to you. Mark 4.21-25 in the NIV, Jesus was talking about revealing spiritual truth. And he said, consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it would be measured to you, and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have, will be taken from them. Let's look at this in the Amplified Translation to help unpack what Jesus meant. Then he, Jesus, said to them, pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is, to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you. Does God really reveal more truth to some people than others? Mark 4.24 is talking about Bible study, but it's talking about more than that. This is heart pursuit of God. Everything God does is relational, because God is love. That's 1 John 4.8. Everything he does is an expression of love. He draws us to him by loving us. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Romans 2.4. God wants our hearts. As we pursue him, he reveals more of himself to us. Jesus told everything to his disciples as they became his friends. God tells more to his friends than to those who simply serve him. Jesus in John 15, 15 said, I no longer call you servants because the servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my father, I've made known to you. Have you ever been in church and heard a teaching that literally rocked your world? You thought, Oh, that's life-changing. Wow, so good. You left church uplifted, and you believed that you were changed by that one message. Two weeks later, a friend asked you what the sermon was because she was out of town and couldn't attend church. You think for a while, but you can't remember. What happened? You were given a spiritual truth God meant to change your life. You felt that when you heard it, but you received it as a seed. All the truth we get from God is in seed form. You did nothing with it. You didn't take notes. You didn't pursue more understanding through scripture and prayer, and you didn't take any action steps to apply that to your life. The result? You lost it. Mark 4.25, Amplified Version. Whoever has a teachable heart, to him more understanding will be given, and who does not have a yearning for truth, even that which he has will be taken away from him. Having a teachable heart means you desire, you yearn for more of God, more relationship, more truth, just more. You want everything that God has for you. And you open your Bible to meet God and to learn and to be transformed into a new person. And what you learn, you treasure. You journal it and you take action to make it part of your life. If you do that, God will give you a greater ability to hear him, to know him, and to understand and live out spiritual truths that will transform your life and your nation. Activation. Biblical meditation is personalizing and internalizing a verse or passage of scripture. Psalm 1 Verses 1 to 2 in the NIV say, 
Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. The Hebrew word meditate is hugga. It literally means to mutter or to murmur. One of the ways God makes his word come alive to us is meditating or muttering scripture again and again. There's something powerful in hearing God's word spoken from our own lips. Here's the process. Read a scripture emphasizing one word each time you read it through. The next time you read it through, emphasize the next word. As you do this, you're going to find new depths of meaning in that scripture. Write down what God shows you. Pursue it. Revelation is an invitation to go deeper into God. Let me demonstrate this. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5, is one of my wife's favorite scriptures. Do this verse by verse. I'm going to jump to verse 2. It says, Praise the Lord my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise the Lord my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise, lift up, exalt, give thanks. Praise the Lord my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise the Lord my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Yes, there's only one. Only one Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is a reminder to me that he is my Lord, and I'm so glad he is. He takes good care of me. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is my job, my responsibility. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is my mind, my will, my emotion. This is not talking about my spirit or my body. It's my thoughts, my personality. It's praising God with everything I have. Okay, that's so that's me. I'm, I'm processing mentally. Normally, what I would do is I would go through that and I would just take notes as I'm going. And as God reveals things to me, this scripture takes on a very different meaning, a very and a much deeper meaning. And I think that this will be a, a tremendous experience for you. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening and thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.